On February 2nd, we commemorate the Sunday of Zacchaeus and the meeting of our Lord and Savior in Jesus Christ in the temple. In 2020, the Sunday of Zacchaeus is commemorated on February 2nd. In 2021, the Sunday of Zacchaeus is commemorated on February 14th. The Paschal season of the Church is preceded by the season of Great Lent, which is also preceded by its own liturgical preparation. The first sign of the approach of Great Lent comes five Sundays before its beginning. On this Sunday, the Gospel reading is about Zacchaeus, the tax collector. It tells how Christ brought salvation to the sinful man and how his life was changed, simply because he sought to see who Jesus was. Luke 19, verse 3. The desire and effort to see Jesus begins the entire movement through Lent towards Pascha. It is the first movement of salvation. Our Lenten journey begins with a recognition of our own sinfulness. Just as Zacchaeus recognized his, he promised to make restitution by giving half of his wealth to the poor, and by paying to those he had falsely accused four times as much as they had lost. In this, he went beyond the requirements of the law. Exodus 22, verses 3 to 12. The example of Zacchaeus teaches us that we should turn away from our sins and atone for them. The real proof of our sorrow and repentance is not just a verbal apology, but when we correct ourselves and try to make amends for the consequences of our evil actions. We are also assured of God's mercy and compassion by Christ's words to Zacchaeus. Today, salvation has come to this house. Luke chapter 19, verse 9. After the great doxology at Sunday Matins, when the tone of the week is tone 1, 3, 5, 7, we sing the dismissal hymn of the resurrection. Today, salvation has come to the world, which echoes the Lord's words to Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was short, so he climbed a tree in order to see the Lord. All of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 We are also short in our spiritual stature. Therefore, we must climb the ladder of the virtues. In other words, we must prepare for spiritual effort and growth. St. Zacchaeus is also commemorated on April 20th. Today, the Church commemorates an important event in the earthly life of our Lord Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 2, verses 22 to 40. Forty days after his birth, the God-infant was taken to the Jerusalem temple, the center of the nation's religious life. According to the law of Moses, a woman who gave birth to a male child was forbidden to enter the temple of God for forty days. At the end of this time, the mother came to the temple with a child to offer a young lamb or pigeon to the Lord, as a purification sacrifice. The Most Holy Virgin, the Mother of God, had no need of purification, since she had been given birth to the source of purity and sanctity without defilement. However, she humbly fulfilled the requirements of the law. At this time, the righteous elder Simeon, commemorated on February 3rd, was living in Jerusalem. It had been revealed to him that he would not die until he should behold the promised Messiah. By inspiration from above, St. Simeon went to the temple at the very moment when the Most Holy Theotokos and St. Joseph had brought the infant Jesus to fulfill the law. The God-receiver Simeon took the divine child in his arms, and giving thanks to God, he spoke the words repeated by the Church each evening at Vespers. Lord, 
Now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to enlighten the Gentiles, and the glory of thy people Israel. Having from Luke chapter 2, verses 29 to 32. St. Simeon said to the Most Holy Virgin, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a word shall pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. That is from Luke chapter 2, verses 34 to 35. At the temple was the 84-year-old widow Anna the prophetess, daughter of Phanuel, commemorated on February 3rd, who did not leave the temple, but served God with fasting and prayers night and day. She arrived just when St. Simeon met the divine child. She also gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who were looking for redemption in Jerusalem. In the icon of the feast, she holds a scroll which reads, This child has established heaven and earth. Before Christ was born, righteous men and women lived by faith in the promised Messiah and awaited his coming. The righteous Simeon and the prophetess Anna, the last righteous people of the Old Testament, were deemed worthy to meet the Savior in the temple. The Feast of the Meeting of the Lord is among the most ancient feasts of the Christian Church. We have sermons on the feast by the Holy Bishops Methodius of Patara in 312, Cyril of Jerusalem 360, Gregory the Theologian 389, Amphilochius of Iconium 394, Gregory of Nyssa 400, and John Chrysostom 407. Despite its early origin, this feast was not celebrated so splendidly until the 6th century. In 528, during the reign of Justinian, an earthquake killed many people in Antioch. Other misfortunes followed this one. In 541, a terrible plague broke out in Constantinople, carrying off several thousand people each day. During this time of widespread suffering, a solemn prayer service, Alitia, for deliverance from evils was celebrated on the Feast of the Meeting of the Lord, and the plague ceased. In thanksgiving to God, the Church established a more solemn celebration of this feast. Church hymnographers have adorned this feast with their hymns. St. Andrew of Crete in the 7th century, St. Cosmas, Bishop of Mayum, St. John of Damascus, and St. Germanus, Patriarch of Constantinople in the 8th century, as well as St. Joseph, Archbishop of Thessalonica in the 9th century. On this day, we also commemorate the icon of the Most Holy Theotokos, known as the Softening of Evil Hearts, or Simeon's Prophecy. The Mother of God is depicted without her child, with seven swords piercing her breast, three from the left side, three from the right, and one from below. A similar icon of the seven swords, commemorated August 13th, shows three swords on the left side and four from the right. The icon, Simeon's prophecy, symbolizes the fulfillment of the prophecy of the righteous elder Simeon. A sword shall pierce through your own soul. Luke 2, verse 35.